a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Of course, the headline today Speaker Nancy Pelosi is not going to seek to re- retain a leadership position. For the Democrats in the new Congress beginning in January, after two decades as uh, in leadership roles there in the House, so almost three decades serving in the House, the question is, what will come next for the Speaker, for the current leadership, and for the Congress? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, I want to get past just the immediate headlines as we've been covering through the day. It was a big day for Nancy Pelosi uh, saying that she will not uh, seek leadership position in the new Congress. Uh, That ends a reign for Nancy Pelosi that is really unprecedented, the first female Speaker of the House and uh, one who wielded uh, great influence and great power in our nation's capital. Uh, Also, just within the last few moments, the uh, number two for the Democrats, Steny Hoyer, Uh, also in his 80s, has said that he will actually support Hakeem Jeffries to be the leader, the minority leader for the Democrats in the new Congress. Uh, And we already know that uh, Jim Clyburn, uh, the number three uh, position there, was uh, well ahead of the curve in uh, getting behind Hakeem Jeffries. So it appears to be a bit of a coronation there in terms of who comes next, but it will be a sweeping change for the Democrats. And so we'll break that down as we go through the day today. Uh, Also, just uh, a programming note, uh, coming up here in about 10 minutes, uh, we'll have John Lawrence joining us, a former chief of staff to Speaker Nancy Pelosi. So we'll go behind the scenes there in terms of that interaction, uh, what being speaker really looks like uh, for everyone else beyond just uh, standing in front of banks of microphones or wielding the gavel. Uh, so that will be an important conversation coming up here at 120. Uh, but I want to start with Speaker Pelosi's speech today. Uh, I thought it was one of the best speeches I've, I've heard her give. And there are many, I know, uh, who have less than good feelings about Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Uh, I don't know that anyone has appeared in more negative advertisements over the years than Nancy Pelosi. She has been used as a target by Republicans uh, in elections up and down the tickets and across the country. And today is not that day. Uh, Today is a day to look at what did she do, how did she do it, and whether you agree or disagree on the policy. And I disagree with Nancy Pelosi on a whole lot of policy, probably most. But today, she delivered the right speech at the right time in the right way, uh, and I thought it was uh, absolutely brilliantly crafted and delivered today. Uh, So let's go to that speech for just a moment. During the beginning of her speech, Representative Pelosi reflected on the great strides made for the American people in the House of Representatives. In this room, our colleagues across history have abolished slavery, granted women the right to vote, established Social Security and Medicare, offered a hand to the weak, care to the sick, education to the young, and hope to the many. 
Indeed, it is here, under the gaze of our patriarch, George Washington, in the people's house, that we have done the people's work. Such an important message there in terms of what has been done across Republican and Democrat administrations over the years. Uh, Representative Pelosi went on to stress the dignity of our differences, uh, that that dignity is what allows our country to remain united across our differences. While we will have our disagreements on policy, we must remain fully committed to our shared fundamental mission, to hold strong to our most treasured democratic ideals, to cherish the spark of divinity in each and every one of us, and to always put our country first. In their infinite wisdom, our founders gave us their guidance, e pluribus unum, from many one. They could not have imagined how large our country would become or how different we would be from one another, but they knew we had to be united as one. We the people, one country, one destiny. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Then, of course, in the moment that everyone seemed to be waiting for, the headline writers were ready to pounce upon. She did officially announce her decision not to run for any leadership position. But it was what she said immediately after that that I think sent the biggest message of the day. And with great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. For me, the hours come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect. And I'm grateful that so many are ready and willing to shoulder this awesome responsibility. So it wasn't her announcement that she wouldn't run. It was that it was time for a new generation to pick up the baton, a new generation of leaders, uh, which really, I think, cleared the way. As we just reported moments ago, Steny Hoyer announced that he would not seek a leadership position either. He's been in there for decades, uh, that he would support Hakeem Jeffries as the minority leader and the head of the Democratic caucus in the House. So that was an important signaling moment for Nancy Pelosi. Again, beyond just the headline of her stepping down, uh, she did set the table for what comes next. She also took a brief moment during her speech to thank the members of Congress for their prayers for her husband as he continues to recover from an awful attack. For my dear husband, Paul, who has been my beloved partner in life and my pillar of support, thank you. We're all grateful for all the prayers and well wishes as he continues his recovery. Thank you so much. Finally, the Speaker of the House uh, ended her speech uh, with a great flurry, a great call for unity and a reflection 
on one of America's greatest leaders, Abraham Lincoln. In this house, we begin each day with a prayer and a pledge to the flag. And every day, I am in awe of the majestic miracle that is American democracy. As we participate in a hallmark of our republic, the peaceful orderly transition from one Congress to the next, let us consider the words of, again, President Lincoln, spoken during one of America's darkest hours. He called upon us to come together, to swell the chorus of the Union, when once again touched, as surely they will be, by the better angels of our nature. Uh, it really was a great speech. If you haven't listened to it in its entirety, it was really well-crafted, uh, some great segments in there, and, of course, some partisan segments as well, uh, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. As long as we can keep it high in terms of dignity and respect for those that we disagree with, one of the great images of the day for me was to actually see the People's House, the House of Representatives, filled with members of Congress. That's become such a rarity. So often when we see these speeches on the floor of the House or the Senate, they're really talking to empty chambers and to some poor pages that are stuck there waiting for their next assignment But we need to fill those houses, the House of Representatives and the Senate, with those that have been elected to be there. And I thought it was great to see so many there uh, in support of the speaker, uh, regardless of political party. I think it was a a very timely and a very timeless message uh, from the first and only female speaker of the House uh, in United States history. Uh, And we're going to continue to break down what this all means. And this really is a sea change and something that the Democrats uh, are doing that the Republicans are not. And that is turning the page and saying it is time uh, for a new conversation. And we will watch that unfold in the days ahead as they uh, lock in uh, what appears to be almost a foregone conclusion with Hakeem Jeffries uh, stepping in there to be the minority leader. Uh, We'll watch that vote as it takes place. Of course, the uh, House We'll continue uh, with uh, Kevin McCarthy positioning and making sure he can round up all 218 votes uh, that he needs to become the next Speaker of the House. We'll break that down as well. Uh, And so as we continue to follow this developing story today, uh, again, I don't think it's just the fact that uh, Nancy Pelosi said she will not run for leadership, uh, but that she said it was a time to turn the page. It was a time to pass the baton to a new generation of leaders. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to stay with this question and this conversation a little bit longer today. And John Lawrence, a former chief of staff to Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, will join us. Uh, He'll have some great insight in terms of the behind the scenes of operating the Speaker's office. And also he has some great advice for new members of Congress that every member of Congress ought to take a listen to. Stick around. We'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.